I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. What he said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this, dog. Let's go, man. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 2022, new year, new episodes. Welcome to the Kane Gang Radio Show, first episode of the new year. I'd like to welcome everybody back. Thank you, everybody, for the support last year and the year before. But we're ready to go into 2022 full steam. Again, this is the Kang Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Channel 145. It's your boy, DC. On the other side is always the bird. Yo, bird, what's good? What's good, man? Happy 2022. 2022. It's hard to imagine that we are 2022. Are you like me and still writing the wrong date on everything, man? Does everything still come up with the 21st anytime you got to do something? No, because I don't write anything. So that's <laughs> everything's on like all my like everything's auto pay. So no checks or nothing like that, you know. So not really doing anything as far as 2022. But man, it, it's crazy. 2022, like 2021, kind of flew by. I mean, let let's talk about 2020. Let's talk about the pandemic. You know, here you know late February, early March, the entire world shuts down, and then <laughs> here it is, literally, you know uh 22 months later and we're still dealing with you know now we have the is it the omicron or what is it omicron omicron Omicron. whatever omicron that doesn't like now you have that the delta is no longer existent the other one's no longer existent you know, next next week you're gonna have the 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 fluothron, or you know, you're gonna have yeah. something else. You know, yeah, you so, saw that where the uh, the first one of a flu uh, a fluorona. Fluorona. So that's yeah, the rona and the fluorona. The fluorona. So like, f- Fiona. Fluorona. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, crazy, man. It's crazy. It, I don't know. That really joke's is, never going away. It's it, never it's going not. away. But the funny thing is, if you watched The Simpsons back in the early 2000s, you know, COVID's been around since then. So, bro, it's, find it's, me. Find me the episode of The Simpsons where the Canes get back and win another national championship, man. All right, that ain't happening. But uh, <laughs> if it ain't on The Simpsons, that means it's not. It's not going down. I mean, it's that's what I that's what I kind of like to think. But uh, we'll see. So, so Bird, let's talk about how. Let me talk about your holidays. How was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? Did you do anything? No, nah, you know what? Low key, man. You know, uh, Christmas just talking with the with the very immediate family, right? Yeah, yep. You know, moms and dads and and brothers and sisters and stuff. And, uh, you know, New Year's, man, we just, we stayed home, man. Um, you know, uh, my, my dog has crazy firework anxiety, man. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a handful handling her on, uh, you know, on New Year's Eve and 4th of July and all that, but you know, it's what you got to do. So. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, same, same here. Holidays were, they're not the same anymore. You know, obviously, you know, we kept it low key on Christmas, obviously just, you know, kind of immediate family um obviously zach was he was away so i I didn't get to spend this year with him for christmas um you know he did make it down uh last week um after we got back from new year's obviously we spent spent new year's in in disney which was uh which was i love new year's in disney you know and and it's a little different you know obviously because of the whole uh covid situations and things like that but um Disney to me just you know it's it's magical no matter how you think about it right like they do yeah. their best to try to accommodate and um, it wasn't as busy normally uh, New Year's Eve probably and obviously you're a big Disney guy too right so <clears throat> by five o'clock normally on, on regular non COVID years um, 
by five o'clock, you're from Casey's Corner to the castle, it's completely shut down. You can't even move. It's just yeah. that many people. Um, it was like eleven o'clock, and we're walking around, and you know, we're up by the castle and just hanging out, and just kind of working our way back. And we ended up leaving about eleven, eleven thirty. We just said, you know, let's go. You know, you know, to me, it's what am I gonna just just to see fireworks? So, <laughs> you know, uh, took the monorail back and uh, hopped in the truck, went back to the hotel, got some food, and just just chilled, man, and didn't do much, and then drove back on Saturday and uh, got back to watch you know, some, some great college football games, you know, on mm, Saturday, mm, 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 you know, we, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into some of the bowl games that, 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 you know, playoff games and things like that. But, uh, you know, a couple of the games that I really seemed to enjoy was that Utah Ohio state Rose bowl game. I thought was phenomenal. Um, just, you know, action, blah, 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 going back and forth. Um, you know, so again, that, that was my new year. I always look forward to January 1st, you know, I really wish the they would move the playoff games not on New Year's Eve. I don't know why they've came up with this concept to have the playoff games on New Year's Eve. You know, it's if you're going to have other bowl games on that day, great. But don't put the, you know, make that day separate. Put that on Sunday, you know. I, I know whole, you can't, but. The whole thing is messed up, man. Like, all, like the way they do all bowls is just, it's crazy, man. You know, um the way the playoffs set up, all that stuff, man. I would, I would change it all, man. And if the you had about three hours, man, I'd walk you through how I'd do it too, man. I've actually mapped it out. Well, I mapped out the thing the other day, and I'm so glad. I'm glad, but I, I think it could have been worse just to see Cincinnati get beat, you know. And, and I think Alabama really, and they hung in. Don't get me wrong, they hung in early, and then I think Alabama just kind of toyed with them, and just you know, they just gashed them with the run game and things like that. Um, but I, I wanted to see them get blown out by like 50 just to say, all right, G5, here was your opportunity to make the CFP no more. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, look, you know me. I'm the biggest critic. I say, you know, G5, you? G5, <laughs> dude, G5 schools do not belong in, in the playoff, man. In a 14 playoff, they just, to me, they, they don't belong, man. The talent gap is, is, is too wide. And this team, like that Cincinnati team, is is probably about as good as you're going to get on a G5. I mean, they have stout defense, um, excellent quarterback. You know, I mean, they've they're they're a great team. I'm not taking anything away from them, but they are not on the level of what the top four programs in the and the country are, man. Like, would you put them in the top? Would you put the the G5? Let's look at Cincinnati. Would you put them in the top twelve, like legitimate top twelve? Oh, absolutely. Right now, yeah. So without do you question. Think- but do you I think an eight, an eighteen playoff? I still think they're just getting blown out. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do too. I mean, they're probably they're probably playing Notre Dame in an eighteen playoff, right? Because they'd be the four. Yeah, they'd be the four going against the Notre Dame, which would be the five. And you know, I mean, they beat Notre Dame earlier, but you know, look, you don't usually beat a team twice in a single. Yeah, but year, Notre Dame which, just got beat by Oklahoma State. Right, but as I was saying, I mean, like, look, you know, find me a lot of scenarios where a team beat somebody twice in a year doesn't well, happen we'll, we'll see we'll see monday night i know that's where i was gonna <laughs> that's gonna go sneak or uh sneak peek at my uh my pick for uh for the end of the show here for who i'm gonna who i think is gonna win on monday night all right i'm already <laughs> taking georgia yeah i'm on georgia too man yeah so there's no way there's, there's you know they slipped once on it but yeah man i mean look the, you know I, I give cincinnati respect don't don't get me wrong but uh they just don't belong in the playoff man they you don't know, i think Honestly, bro, you put Ohio State in that four seed as much as look, I, I can't stand Ohio State, right? But they would have 
absolutely given a stronger shot than what I think Cincinnati did. I mean, I, I, I'm not a big Ohio State fan, you know, just because, right? I'm just going to use the word because. But I think, you know, I like Baylor. I, I would rather see like a Baylor team make it in there, um, even like an Ole Miss. But I wouldn't put Ole Miss against Alabama again. I, I would. It, it's tough to play. Like, you know, again, you talk about people trying to beat somebody twice. I think if Ole Miss is there, Alabama beats Ole Miss. I think if Notre Dame's there, Alabama beats Notre Dame. I, I think whoever you had at four, Alabama was beating. The yeah. only the only scenario is I would have loved to see Georgia beat Alabama, knock them out of contention, give them two losses, and then you really have some different dynamics. You have a Georgia, you have a Cincinnati, maybe you have a one-loss Ohio State or uh, Ohio State two-loss Ohio State team, but you can't put a two-loss Ohio State in over a two-loss Alabama team, right? Like So where is the scenario? You still would have Michigan, which just got completely – like embarrassed, oh. embarrassed. They get their lunch money stolen, man. Dude, for somebody who was potentially <laughs> the number one overall pick in the draft, he was non-existent. We're, I'm talking about Aiden Hutchinson. He's not even the best rusher on their team, bro. Number fifty-five. Ojabo, David Ojabo, whatever. That dude's way better than Hutchinson, man. Correct. Correct. Way better. It just they they were embarrassed. Listen, they made the trip to Miami and just got literally got bamboozled. Everybody got their money taken. They're talking about Harbaugh going to uh, back to the NFL now. I mean, why? If you're Harbaugh, why, bro? You just made the why? CFP. Yeah, why? Dude, you're you could be a Michigan legend. You can you can literally if you if you lost to Ohio State as many times as you did in the fashion that you did, and you you were still around. And you finally got that monkey off your back this year. You beat him. You went to the CFP. Why leave now, man? Now you've got job security. You know you've you've got at least five six years of job security, even in this climate. I look at it like this. You go to the NFL, you're going to be another Urban Meyer. Why do you want to take that opportunity to, again, instead of you having full control over 18 to 22-year-old kids, now you're sitting there dealing with prima donnas. You know, you're dealing with people who aren't going to respect you because you're just a coach. And, and, and again, coaches in the NFL, I don't want to say they're a dime a dozen, but tell me what actually – like, name me five NFL coaches that legitimately have complete say-so over everything that goes on in that football team. <laughs> I don't think you can. You, you can't. Belichick, Belichick, obviously. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, you're jamming out, man. I like it. Uh, you got Belichick and uh, – that's probably it, man. I, I, I don't think um, – Maybe Pete Carroll, right? I'd say Pete Carroll probably has that. Maybe McVeigh with the Rams, right? Uh, I mean, no, he's got a he's got a boss, but I think he's got a lot of uh, you know, I think he's got a lot too. I mean, you know, um, yeah, man, that's a that's a tough one, man. But you know, if I'm Harbaugh, man, I mean, what are the jobs that are open? You got the Raiders, right? Yeah, which yeah, isn't a, you know, which isn't a, which isn't a terrible one to to grab. Um, you got the Jaguar job, which I wouldn't touch, right? So. Yeah, there's probably going to be a couple more that are going to come up, but I'll tell you what, man. I don't think the, uh, I don't think the, uh, the, the what you call it. I don't think the, um, uh, man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I was going to say I don't think that the college coaching carousel is done, done moving either, man. I mean, I think we still have a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I think there's still going to be a couple. Oh, there's definitely that are, that are coming out of there. Definitely yeah, changes coming up. The NFL, the NFL hasn't cycled yet, man, and uh, right. yeah, there's still a lot to come. 
but speaking of all that coaching stuff, man, you know, we got a, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, you know, obviously we got our new coach here that, uh, you know, that, that we're loving, but you know, it's kind of crazy watching the way he's uh, he's putting this staff together. And, uh, you know, just that's kind of a good segue here. I wanted to um, add our boy uh, Jason and uh, his son Trevin into the uh, into the show. We got oh, Kane's chief popping on. What's going on, guys? We can hear you. Yeah. No problems here. Jake, can you hear us? He's looking at us, but I don't think he has audio. I'm going to pull him out and let him let him get his audio going real quick. But Man, you better get your audio, Jay. So, listen, I'm sorry <laughs> about that. I had, I had a call. Uh, it's our boy Vic, you know, it's our boy Vic Calero, you know, Hall of Fame guy as far as working with the University of Miami Hall of Fame. And uh, let's see if we can get Jason, Trevin, can you guys hear us? Let's can just take this off and enjoy. Yo, <laughs> take it off and enjoy. Take it I, off. <laughs> what, what were they saying? I have no idea. But anyway, um, that was That's live radio, man. I know. I had Vic calling me because, you know, Vic just got out of the hospital. He had some some issues and. Uh, but obviously with the Hall of Fame being, you know, coming up soon with the uh, Sports Hall of Fame, wanted to try to maybe get him on the show later on. So I told him I'll call him back. Let's nice. see if we can pull them back in, see if we can get him on here. We get a double induction. All right, hey, can you hall hear me? Yes, sir. We can yes, hear sir. you now. Something's going on. Can you hear, we can hear you. <laughs> you need to talk like this. We hear you. <laughs> but, yeah, Listen, so we get a double induction into the uh, the Hall of Fame bank. We get a 2020 class and the 2022 class. They didn't do a 21 class. That's awesome, though, man. Yeah. So, we'll so, see. Well, obviously, Jason's having some technical difficulties. You know, he, he's trying to uh, start up a, a podcast, and we're trying to get his feet wet over here. And, obviously, maybe he needs our help. I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> quick quick note. Uh, Kane's basketball team tonight are, are getting blown out right now. I think they're down Oof. by 13 or so. But uh, whatever. Quick half, note. 14 at the half, 44 to 30. Oh, yeah. But listen, man, one thing about the basketball team, man, we've been a second-half team this year, man. So I love Syracuse. I've always liked Syracuse. I mean, again, from I'm, that from, I'm from Rochester, right? So, like, there was just something always about Jimmy Bo, you know, Jimmy Boheim and stuff like that. Wait, so. are, you tell, are you telling me you'd want him to beat the Canes tonight? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. Yo, you there? Oh, get out of here. He just popped out. Yeah. Oh, Damn, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, obviously, look, it's I don't get too involved in, in, in like, again, Miami's on a good run right now. They're first in the ACC. But at the same time, I wait for tournament play. Like, to me, yeah. these games really mean nothing. You know, wait till you get to tournament play. That's when you really need to be getting hot. Like, get into tournament play, get rocking and rolling. Make a run, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, but if you look at the the the, the end of last year, and when the roster had two or three players on it at, at one point in the season, mm-hmm. would you really think that you'd be fourteen games in, you'd be eleven and three, and on top of the ACC? And but they had look, like, you bring a Wong back, you got McGusty back, you know, you got players, so it's not like you don't have people who've been there. You know, maybe I look at it like this: maybe Coach L figured, look, we got a new AD. You know, maybe I got my mom on the hot seat. I better start trying to do something. You know what I mean? Because you've been miserable and you've been like dismal for the last couple seasons. Yeah. Coach, all rubbing sticks together right now, trying to make a fire out there, Bro, man. I'm telling you. You got to do something, man. So <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens, man. I know we're coming up on a break in about a, about a little over a minute. But, uh, you know, again, I'm excited about 2022. Obviously, there's big moves being made. The University of Miami is finally spending some money. Um <laughs> You know, and here in the Kane game, man, we're excited. We want to we want to be able to welcome everybody. And obviously, I know Bird, you were really excited as well. I guess you know a lot of other other fans. Uh, Coach Crystal Ball actually started following you guys back on Twitter. You know, which is uh, you know something that Manny never did. 
And uh, so, again, it's nice to see some interaction from the head coach to the fan base. You know, yeah. and again, as exciting as it is for him to start following people, again, I don't know if he watches tweets or he, if he looks at tweets and things like that, but all it's going to do is take a, like a two or three game losing streak. And then, you know, the world's going to fall apart on Twitter. So, oh, yeah. you know, we'll oh, see yeah. what happens. That's the thing, man. You know, we got to realize, man, he's not going to win every game. We're not going to get every recruit. Right. Right. It's going to, it's going to be a process, even though, look, I think we walk into next year in, in, in great shape. Right. I know we're going to get into that in some of the, you know, some of the, the segments coming up here, man. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for the future, man. 2022, bring it on. Yeah. And like when we get back from break, you know, second segment, we'll get into some, some coaching situations and um, we'll get into some other things that are going to be coming up, which is pressing, you know, this is the downtime of the radio show, right? Like there's nothing to talk about, but listen, we're going to go to break here on the Kang gang radio show. Uh, we'll be right back. It's your boy DC with the bird. And we got a couple guests joining us here shortly. Stick around. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungo by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva contra la caballota, la reina y mi cuyo. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
back. Second segment of the Gang Gang Radio Show here in the first hour. Pumping through it. Went through the first segment pretty quickly. I don't even know what we talked about. That's how quick we went through it. We had some technical difficulties. We had people trying to join that couldn't join, but I think they finally joined. If that didn't like make any sense. Anyway, here we go. Hey, Jason, we got Jason, we got Trevin all the way from the Texas area, San Antonio, wherever they are, you know, they're living, they're living large. They didn't get to go to the bowl game and I didn't get to go either, but Hey, we're still smiling. Well, but wait, <laughs> you guys got to go, right? You just didn't get to see the game, right? No, we, we, uh, we unfortunately didn't get to resell the tickets because we got hard tickets. I uh, sold mine. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, so because the game was um, still going on, it wasn't canceled. going on, and they had to replace it. Oh game. man, we had to eat the tickets, but that's okay. I'll be honest. One of those tickets over there in El Paso costs like uh, a, a beer and uh, some nachos <laughs> from uh, Hard Rock. So it wasn't it what, wasn't, like forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, it was not too much. So that, it's all good. Um, just you know. Ho- Biggest thing is we're disappointed we didn't get a, a bowl win, but hey, everybody's healthy and, and whatnot. You know, let, let me ask you a couple of questions about the bowl season so far, right? Hmm. Obviously, Miami, there's been a couple teams who've backed out due to COVID protocols and things like that. What about the situation with NC State? Like, literally, three to four, five hours before kickoff, UCLA says, uh, we ain't playing, right? Not only do you have all that traveling expense, coaches were like a, a 10 win season is mad bonuses for these coaches. Like it's crazy to see how that game got like canceled and in, in that amount of time, like why did that game get canceled at that time? Do you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I heard, so most of the, most of the cancellations that I've heard of were because of um, scholarship players and certain positions. I think when we talked about this before, before the Miami cancellation, you know, Miami, what, you know, I think Manny Navarro reported that uh, he had heard 20 players, offensive line and defensive back. Right. And so when you take away the scholarship from one unit uh, or they're down because of COVID, COVID protocol from one unit, it's very hard to field the team. So I don't know if NC state had that, but that was my argument going in of like, Hey, okay. I understand. It's very, you know, it's risky to take out a bunch of offensive linemen. What are you going to have? Like a bunch of tight ends or what, you know, is Clay James and the, you know, long snapper going to be the, you know, center. I, you know, what's going to happen there. So, but then now I have a hard time understanding the logic because if you watch last night, LSU played their game, right. Without a starting or scholarship quarterback, the kid that played quarterback for LSU last night was the wide receiver, I believe, who hadn't played high hadn't played quarterback since high school. Yeah. So, what made it one school continue on, and what I think this just points back to NCA not having a solid rule set. Um, well, this this is what gets me. You you know you're traveling on the 26th. I'm talking about the University of Miami. Yeah, yeah. You let all your kids go home. Like, just go do what you want to do. Yeah. And then when you come back, we'll test you. And and, why don't you just say, hey, you're not going anywhere. We have a bowl game in four days. You stay here. We make sure we make the trip because NC State doesn't get their revenue. And I say their revenue, but that all goes into an ACC pot. Miami doesn't get that revenue, right? Like, there's two teams. But so that's all money that's taken away from the ACC. Now, I did have a conversation with somebody who actually told me it's actually better if you don't play in those games because you don't have the expenses 
but you still recoup whatever is in that pot. Like it's split 14 different ways, right? So in a way, Miami still makes out mathematically probably better by not going to El Paso and playing in the game. But it does suck watching Central Michigan come in and beat the team that you were supposed to play. Oh, man, we would have hung so many on them, bro. TVD would have. TVD would have been 304 touchdowns, man. Yeah, and I think Trevin, as you know, hit, when he saw the score, he came down and I was watching it. He came over by the stairs and he saw it and he just screamed, we would be up by so much by now. We'd have to be quarter. And, so I flipped that, right? I flipped that. Then I think about La Tech. As much as like, oh, yeah, we're going to dominate them, you're probably down by 30. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, you total, don't know. total different there. There, total different. Uh, he, look, we go in. Okay, we. I got to argue with you for a second. You go into NC, you go to La Tech with why Dan Enos wasn't fired before La Tech. That was basically Manny not doing what Mac did to him. Oh, right? 100%. The, the, the players had quit. Everybody yeah. knew. They reported it the minute that the game started that Dan Enos was removed. I think Tim Reynolds reported it, right? And then you see him yelling at Kosi, throwing in Tate and some crazy play. I mean, that was a dumpster fire walking in. That was a pre-cool <laughs> COVID. That that game should have never been played. The players. I wouldn't have took that game. If I was a coach, if I'm a coach, I'm I'm, I'm declining that invitation. You have nothing to gain except for, again, you lost to FIU, you lost to Duke, and now you lost to La Tech. You have nothing to gain by playing that game. The difference with this, and that goes back to our conversation before with Manny. Manny never, you know, we can say what about Manny and everybody. You can't bring up that name nowadays in Kane's circle, right? You just can't say the word Manny. It's a curse word. But I'll say Manny never lost the team. That team with Manny or without yeah. Manny shows up to the bowl, and they're playing for their brothers. They're playing yeah. for their coaches. They're playing. There's a lot of young players that are fully invested in that team. And I think they were, man, come on. You're telling me Romello Brinson, Brashard Smith, George are not going to go out there and they're like drooling, right? Uh, Mike Harley is getting the last game, right? Yeah, yeah. Mike Harley, Zach McLeod, you know, all these guys out there that just want to play, you know? Mm-hmm. So it is it, it is what it is. I mean, we, we've moved forward from that. And, you know, the, this bowl season has just been crazy, especially with this new, you know, variant that's like kind of striking college football. But through all of that, right? Oklahoma, not Oklahoma, I'm sorry. Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, none of those guys ever tested positive for COVID. Just just trying to throw that out there, right, to the universe. Like, now you have the CFP. Nobody from, nobody from Georgia, nobody from Alabama is, is, is tested positive. I, I just – it baffles me. It, it really behooves me to think that nobody has tested positive for COVID. And, and I'm not saying – maybe they, maybe they have it. I'm not trying to like place conspiracy no. thing, but well, just- Georgia, Georgia, they did say that Georgia had some cases and then they miraculously went away. Bird or, or uh, Derek, have you ever, did you hear? Because I heard from somebody that said that if they would have been testing the way that the bowl required to test, we would have played. They well, the Bama guys, somebody asked one of the Bama players, and they're like, I don't know. They test you if you have symptoms, but other than that, we don't get tested. But again, if you're asymptomatic, why are you getting tested? Yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if you're vaccinated, why are you getting tested? Right. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. So X, X said it, X said it, uh, right? And everybody, you know, the, 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 the political back and forth vaccinate, that's neither here nor there. He, right. he said his stuff, you know, right after uh, uh, Ragone had said his stuff, there was a lot of players tweeting tears or heartbroken and all this, you know, the players wanted to play. Yeah. I, 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 I understand COVID's 
you know, bad situation. But you're right. Why did Georgia? You can't tell me that George, that those people were doing the same thing that we were. You know, good on it, protecting the kids. If that's what they felt was right, I respect that. I'm okay with us not playing. I think, Bird, you might have messaged something. That, hey, everybody's healthy. We're going right in. Let's move it. Crystal ball error starts, and everybody comes into to camp healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, look, I would, I always want to watch these guys play, man. And, uh, you know, it definitely sucks that they, you know, not getting to see, um, you know, them go out there. Cause I think we would have rolled them, man. I mean, that team was really hot walking into that game and, you know, yeah. especially seeing that, uh, you know, Washington state let, let a couple guys get come in there on a, a few days notice and, and, and smack them. <laughs> well, know, it just tells you what, what we would have done. One thing we wouldn't have to see anymore is Nesta. Like, yeah, breaking <laughs> breaking news. Da, 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 Nesta da, 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 in the portal. Nesta, Nesta just went in the portal. Nesta, Jade. Yeah. Yes. Nesta portal. Yeah. He said, right. "I'm tired." Of, he said, "I'm tired of the crib. I'm moving out." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, so with Nesta, where y'all think he lands? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say UCF is my my first. Uh, FIU. <laughs> no, I, I, I think you know, I don't, I don't State. know. You have to look at you have to look at the places, you know. I, I don't know. Nesta, you know, here's the thing. Back in the day when a graduate, uh, when you graduate from a university and you move on, there's two parts. Obviously, yeah, you can't usually it's usually not in the same conference. Right. You're, yeah, it used to be not in the same conference, but now I mean, we you know you our is at North Carolina, right? Corey Gainer? Um, yeah, yeah. And Corey and Corey goes to who recruited him, right? Stacy Searles. Yeah. So you know, you look back and go, who was the recruiting person for him? Um, you know, Golagowski. Yeah. So where's he? You, you got to go look at that. He was at Alabama, not no more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's coaching. He might be at Toledo. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah. So I have to Google that. I'm, I'm interested to see. I don't know. I, I, I have, I have not looked at the tea leaves on, on Nesta. That's shocking to me, to be honest. Not that he would move on. Um, but, but let's be real. Let, let's be real. Okay. If, if we can call a state a spade, yeah. what has he done at the University of Miami? Okay. Uh, Bird, you want – I can go – I can take – No, go ahead like, and take that one because I don't yeah, – I, I, No, so I, I honestly think, like, I might, I'm a homer a little bit, but I want to be a realist too, mm-hmm. right? So Nesta came in when we needed a recruiting class, right? And he brought – he brought – I mean, he literally brought the, hey, let's – why go somewhere else and make the crib great when I can make it here, right? And so, yeah, what do we got? Toledo. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I think what Nesta did is Nesta, the problem with Nesta is he's an undersized D tackle, right? And his height and his weight. Now, Nesta, if you put on the film, I will say this and I will say it, even though he's gone and everybody's gone, when you, his stats do not show what he did on game day, his stats don't back up. But now I would say if you watch the film though, he gets penetration. Now, why would you transfer on a Mario defense, right? Because he knows he's not going to play. Like, look, like you yeah. look at someone like Leonard Taylor, like your spot's gone, right? <laughs> Leonard's coming in. You know, you got uh, Jared Henderson Hunt, who's probably going to be down in there. You're probably going to get some other portal guys coming over um, yeah. from, you know, from different areas, whether it be from Oregon or, you know, somewhere that Mario's familiar with. Like, and again, and I'm not trying to knock anybody that ever played in the University of Miami, but act like you've been there before because you make one tackle a game and then you want to run 30 yards down the field. Like, yeah. bro, just so, act, well, one act thing, like you've been there. 
the one thing we can never question them. Like that's fine. I, I his get, attitude, his heart, one hundred percent. Yeah, the dude, the dude played at a hundred percent every time he was on the field. And one of the games he always brought it, which is going to be like in my heart, I'll be like Nesta. You turn on the tape of Florida State games. That would have been yeah. his NFL tape. Oh, he gets up, he gets up for that. Man. And, there's, and, and there's he's no a doubt. like he is a cane type. I am shocked that he's gone not because of what you just said. I think he leaves because he doesn't fit the Mario style. Yeah. The Manny style, and this is just my opinion. I'm not an expert on Exodos, but Mario style or Manny style was get upfield. Gap containment was not your most important. Get to the quarterback any ways possible, right? And so when you do that, you give up 600 and some odd yards. 100%. Because you got gaps all over the place because people were just trying to get up the field. So let, let me throw this out there. Obviously, last week, right before New Year's, um, I had an opportunity. I was off the week of Christmas to New Year's, and I had an opportunity to go south. And um, I, did a couple, I did a couple jobs for some, some, some people who may be leaving, going somewhere else. I'm not going to mention any names. But talking to these individuals, I said, "Hey, what's your plans? What's your what, what's your what's your take?" Oh, well, we got to wait to see, you know, who the DC is going to be or the OC is going to be, and who our position coach is going to be. Blah blah blah. You know, you know, I, I I don't really have a great vibe with Mario right now. Okay, I get it. So my words to them were, "Look, Mario came in right after Jimmy. Mario knows what it takes to to get Miami back to where they need to get because." He saw what it was to play every single day and through practice, through game day with true ballers. Like, I'm going to use that word. Like, he played with greats, you know, from 89 all the way through to 92. Look, two national championships. There's no disputing how good Miami was, 89, 90, 91, and 92, right? You could have had three. You lost to Alabama, you know, your senior year. Like, why don't you sit, instead of having your ego – and having your ego so far up your ass, why don't you sit and say, you know what? Let me sit down and listen to somebody who probably can get me going the right way, who's been there, who knows what it takes, who has the backing of the brothers, you know, from the from the late 80s, the early 90s, and even from today that can say, hey, look, we're here for your resources. You know, you're playing linebacker. Oh, let me go reach out to a Jesse Armstead or a Michael Barrow or Darren Smith. Let me get them in here and teach you guys what it takes to run this 4-3 or however we're going to run this. Oh, you need a safety? Oh, let me go get a Daryl Williams. Let me go get a Bubba McDowell. Let me go get some guys to come here and show you guys what it takes to get to you where they were. But these kids today don't want to do that. And that's the problem I have. Mm. Because it's so easy, again, to just say, I'm going to the portal. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to another team and sit behind somebody. And if that doesn't work, a la Jared Williams, you're going to go to You're going to hit the portal again and go somewhere else. Like there's no, there's no consistency right now in college football. Yeah. It's the truth, man. I, I, yeah. You can't debate with, I mean, honestly, some of the things you're saying, and I'm not trying to debate, but I would also say this, it's a new world. 100%. This is free agency. 100%. You just got to stop calling it the transfer portal and call it they've entered free agency. Yeah. Problem I have with the institution is the free agency period should be like the NFL. We're going to go free agency. And I think Manny said it or somebody else has said it. This ain't like just my day. It should be a certain period of time. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's windows. I think there's, I think there's three windows for it. Right. There's the end of the season, yeah. you know, for like two or three weeks that where it's open, where you decide you're going to leave, you're going to leave. Yeah. Right. Then uh, right after spring ball. And then, um, right before fall camp, 
Yeah, and right. I'm not saying right now is not a right period, by the way. But you know, uh, I was listening to King and Ragon this morning, right? And as I was working, and and you know, King, uh, Ragon was saying, you know, same thing. He made some great points. Is you know, the the transfer portal is busting. I think they said 1,500 kids are in the transfer portal right now. They're not going to have spots to go to. So Nesta seems to be a very smart individual. I, I think the best. I I think he already knows where he's going to go. Right? right. You can't tell me for like you can't tell me that uh, Corey did not know he was going to North Carolina um, before he entered the transfer portal. And I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not throwing any spirit. But, so go ahead. Yeah, so check this. We're going to run to break, Bird. Take us to break, and we'll be right back. We're going to finish up this conversation. All right, you're listening to the Can't Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, Channel 145. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then oh, you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no 
failure, only opportunities, and there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can, and the word don't is the word do, and the word won't is the word one, and in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. just touching back on on what you were saying Jason I think everybody that go, that goes into the transfer portal already has a calculated idea what their what their opportunities are right speaking with the individual that I had did some work for the other day he's already got five teams that reached out to him about potential areas right that, that he wants to go to um, but I, I just think it hurts your program right so not only if you have 1500 kids in a, in, in a transfer portal per se like you don't know what you're going to do about recruiting. And, and, and obviously we're going to get into recruiting here in a couple of seconds, because obviously we have the all American bowl coming up, you know, Saturday, which is huge. Obviously you guys are in that area. You guys are probably going to be going, you know, you know, to the game. So when you start thinking about all that, you know, it, it's going to be neat to see what's going on with recruiting, but it's hard to base your recruits when you don't know who's in the portal. Like you might reach out to three or four kids that you really want, you know, as recruits, but then you might have somebody who's a second or third year who's bigger, who's stronger, who's faster that might help you in like the immediate aspect of, of, of your game. Right. So again, I wish all these kids the best, no matter what they do. I, I think he's the first one that is hitting the portal. I think there's probably going to be about five or six more, maybe even a little bit more than that. That's going to follow suit in the next couple of days. We'll see how they go. So, Trevin, talk to me about what you, what's going on. You want to get into broadcasting. You want to get into podcasting. Talk to me a little bit about that, bro. Yeah, we're going to be starting a podcast and just to create a portfolio, have some fun, and make our, our conversations from the car that we have every day and just tell them to everybody about our opinions and stuff. So if you're like my kids and we're in the car, what kind of conversations are you having? Because we're, we're having a lot of gas conversations, like who just cut the cheese, you know, that type of thing. Like, like what kind of conversation are you, are you like, talking about? <laughs> Miami football and other sports and just random funny stuff. So just like everyday, everyday life, you're just creating a podcast about yeah. what's going on in everyday life. Yeah, tell, yeah. tell them what we did today uh, after we picked up. We were listening and we're going, and then we went to go. Where do we go, and what do we do? I went to Starbucks because he wanted Starbucks. And and 
Um, we created a list of all the stuff we think we wanted to do during the podcast and just like make a list right. of what we're going to do in our first one. Yeah, that's so awesome. Do you, have, do you guys have a name for the podcast yet? Talk to me. Yeah, it's going to be You and the Kid because my, uh, my Twitter handle is Kane, or, yeah, Kane's Kid, and yep. he's the you. So it's you and the kid. Yeah. So should it be like? Name. How about me and the kid? Because obviously you and the kid. Who's who? Like you and who? Like who's the you? Right. So obviously I get no, what you're saying. I, I get you. I get it. I'm I'm only giving you a hard time, right? But but that's good, man. Listen, podcasting. It's simple, right? It's it's just nothing but just talking, man. That's all we do. You know, ha- have content. You got to have content, right? And, and that's that's key because you can't just go and just start blabbing and just like kind of off the cuff. I mean, that's what we do. Like, that we is what we any- do. I was gonna say, who are you talking, bro? <laughs> but hey. you know, we've been we've been doing it long enough. We, we can get prep, away with it, right? <laughs> prep, prep for the prep for this show. I had like three little things written down. And we oh, I do. I, I do. I, I do have stuff. You did so. have a little bit, right? But but yeah, we usually spend about a minute or two, kind of saying, "All right, hey, what are we, what are we going to talk about?" And then we'll go to this, and ah, we'll just wing it. But I do have a question for you. So, when you guys are having these uh, conversations in the car, do they ever get heated? Do they ever turn into a debate? Yeah, a lot of times we're both. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, so what's the what's the what's the biggest like debate you two have right now? Hey, tell them. Well, first of all, tell them tell them about the T two. All right, T oh. two. Okay, I'll well, take I'll take some T two stuff. Let's at go. first, he wanted T two to come. He was like, "Yeah, let's go." Bro, I wanted T two for the last two years. Yeah. Like, been- and then I said, "Well, if you come to the like come to Miami, you come to Miami. You don't get to go." To Maryland and see, oh, I don't want Maryland and just come back. You get you have to yeah. pick us and choose us and then come back. He said no. And then finally, once once everybody was getting the hype on T2, he said he doesn't want him anymore. So let me ask oh. you this. So 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 Trevin, so you're saying you're either all in or you're not in, right? Yeah. That, that that's how you feel. So yeah. what about what about Isaiah Walker? It was okay for him to go to Florida and come back to Miami? Well, the one, yeah, I, I'm just asking. <laughs> so one, so so when we were in the car, you know, I got him hype. I got him back hype on T2, right? Based on, um, really on, um, uh, Rainbow. I, yeah. I, well, well, I felt, I felt, I thought T2 would be more because of Wesley. I thought once Wesley committed, listen, you know, you, you kind of, you know, well, like you want to play back with your little brother, right? You know, that's how I, I kind of I'm felt. A central fan. Yeah. But at, at the same time, I get it, right? You, you're not going to get every player, and, and who knows, like. Look at Matthew Thomas. That was at Booker T. Washington. Like I really mm. wanted Matthew Thomas to come to Miami. We all did. For he sure. went to Florida State. No man's in the CFL. Like I mean, listen. Sometimes players just don't work out. As much as I would love to see them, yeah. Sometimes they just don't work out. Yeah. So, true. so we we definitely are very competitive. And so as he gets going in this, and he and he finds his voice, he's very competitive at the game. Yeah. Very passionate. So the conversations we were talking about is being able to bring that. You know, um, you know, I lived through the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and then he's lived through the Notre Dame. You 2017. Know, yeah, 2017. <laughs> right? And then the paint. The he got he got those two weeks in 2017, he, huh? He got the 2017. He's the he's the turnover chain. So uh, as to connecting, but he has high standard. He hears you talk. He's you know he's hung around with you guys. He's hung around me. He's hung around everybody else. He listens a lot, and so. I think it's very interesting going forward as a 13 year old, as he transitions into this connecting history, history lessons to where we were, to where we're going. 
and his opinions on things, right? Um, it's not. So does just, he know? So Jason, let me ask you this: Does he know a little bit about the history of Miami? He does. You, let's so, see if you can quiz him on a couple things. So, so Chevin, can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Don't go so hard, because Derek, you could quiz adults, and they wouldn't know. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. So, so Trevin, here's the history. All right. Miami's first national championship was what year? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm giving you the easiest one. You said the answer. What was, what year was their first national championship? Eighty three. Eighty three. Hey, all right. Good work. He said it. He just didn't confident it. Yeah. Okay. No. They so after eighty three, was the next national championship game they played in against what team? Oh, come on. That's hard. Uh, That's easy. <laughs> That's easy for you. Think uh, of Manny. Just I'm gonna give you a hint. Think of Manny. Diaz? Think of no. Manny Diaz. Where's Manny at right now? Penn State. Yeah. Okay. Hey, there you go. There you go. You're two for two. You're two for two. I gave you a hint. So that was the that was the Vinny Testaverde. And, yeah. and so and do you do you know the Vinny? score of that game? I know you weren't born yet, but you no. listen. If you're listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna train you right now. If you're gonna get into this, you gotta know the history. All right. <laughs> they lost 14 to 10, okay, in 1986. They won the championship in 87. All right, they had a bad fumble call in 88 with Cleveland Gary against Notre Dame, where they would have won in 88. They won in 89. First game of the year in 1990, they lost to BYU against Ty Depp or else they probably win in 1990. They won in 91. They should have won in 92, but George Teague stripped the ball from Mar Thomas, and then it all went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. After 92, 93, here came the Pell Grant scandal. Tony Russell just completely killed University of Miami. Then we'll just fast forward to 1998. We're not going to talk about the 97, 47, <laughs> nothing against Florida State. We'll go right into 98. They play UCLA. They beat them at the last game of the season. Smoked them. You know, Edge goes for 299. And then it's, here we go, 99, 2000, 2001. You know, bad call against Glenn Sharp, you know, and then 2002. And I know we lose that one too. So if you're going to get into this, you got to know the history. Trevin, Trevin, let me, let me, let me make you feel a little better, right? There's Bird no way I could. I, there's no way I could have recited that the, the way that he just did. I know my stuff, man. And I've been a fan forever. And, and Jay, I know you have been too. Don't worry about that, Trevor. I don't think anybody can get to his level, to Coe's level. Listen, this guy, this guy will like. I'll be, I'll be on my way down like to his house or to a game or something. And he'd be like, "Oh, where are you at?" I'm like, oh, "I'm passing Jupiter." Oh, it's mile marker 187, you know, or something like that. I'm like, "Well, how do you remember the mile markers?" He's like. I mean, like he does this math, like he's like Rain Man with these yeah. numbers and statistics yeah. and things. Uh, Nineteen eighty-nine, uh, four interceptions, six interceptions. Yeah. By that's very, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's listen, wild if you're gonna man. get into it, know your history. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Like, Trevin, who is the greatest cane to wear number forty-seven? Wait, Dan Morgan, right? No, no. no. forty-seven. Oh, uh, hey, uh, the playmaker. He's, he's, okay, Mike, 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 Mike Irvin. Yeah. Mike no. Irvin, there you go. Ryan McNeil. Ryan McNeil. Yeah. Wrong answer. <laughs> I, I, I would have said no. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. awesome. His, what do you mean, Leron Bird? I mean, come on, bro. Like, you yeah. want to talk numbers? Let's talk numbers. His things are Sean Taylor, yeah. right? Ed Reed, um, the new, the new Hall of Famers coming in. Devin Hester, yeah. Reggie Wayne, Andre, Andrew James. So, Johnson. So yeah. I got I got a call for a pause real quick. Co, take a look at that score behind you. Tied up, dog. I already know. <laughs> tied up. Miami. Miami just tied the game with uh, with about 14 minutes to go in the second half. What did I say before we went to break? 
We're second, second half team, half team all, all right, year, so, man. So let's let, let's talk about this. Obviously, we got about seven more minutes, six and a half minutes. I want to get into the All American Bowl real quick because I know Jason, you and Ooh. Trevin are probably going to the game. You guys better be rocking that orange and green. Obviously, there's some players there that we're looking at: Kevin Coleman, Cyrus Moss. Who are you who are you expecting to potentially grab a hat that day and say, "I'm going to Miami"? Kevin, I, you Kevin Coleman? Yeah, yeah. That's. I think if we're doing the like what we most confident about, especially on today's uh, uh, Wolf Bond's, uh, Wolf Hong's, um comments, is talking to him over there at San Antonio or down at the Alamo Bowl yeah. is. Um, yeah, it would be Kevin Coleman. I, I also, I, I feel like, I, I think we're going to have a great Saturday. I think that Moss, Cyrus Moss out of Bishop Gorman in Vegas is going to uh, sign also or commit, excuse me. Um, the interesting thing, I, I if I'm, if I, if I have the information right, Kevin Coleman, I believe is already signed. He's announcing Cyrus Moss is not, has not signed. We thought at first he was signed. Um, that he was just going to do his announcement and his commitment. So he actually has the availability to move wherever. Do whatever he, want. Correct. Where Kevin Coleman, it's kind of an already done deal. Yeah. We're just waiting for him to tell the world, right? Yeah. Um, those are two, but but people forget there's other players that are on that field right now that are not being, those are being talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, offensive linemen, um, per, Perk is out there, um, you know, so it's going to be an interesting, you know, 2022 right now can finish very, very strong. Yeah. Um, I, I think our our uh, the offensive tackle Connerly uh, from mm-hmm. Washington, top six, where he's not going till late, you yeah. know, uh, February, maybe even March until after until signing, which is you know I never heard of somebody signing over in March period. So um, this is really good right now. Shoot, uh, that's the finish. old uh, Alex Collins, Sen- 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 Henderson, Sancho Sen- Henderson. Henderson, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was at a uh, USC, I think, and then Correct. moved over to moved over to us and like, yep. I'm like, wait a minute, we've been done for a while. And then I'm That's right. Henderson, the big dude. Yeah. No, 77. Doubt. Yeah. So you got Trevante citizen. Um, oh, the running a, back, the running back that was committed to LSU. Um, so he's going to be, uh, anna- he's not going to be announcing, but he'll be taking a visit, but it's nice to see him on the field. You know, the last time last year, the, the all American game was canceled because of COVID mm-hmm. uh, the year prior was when we had Don Cheney. Don Cheney. Um, at the game. And so that was the one where he actually started his shoulder issues in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's carried on probably from high school to that game. He had to play a couple of plays to come out. So it's nice to get some hurricanes and a huge all American game and yeah. see them sprinkled all throughout the field. Skinner's going to be there. Obviously, uh, Najalik Kelly is going to be playing. So we already got two canes that are on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it should be interesting. And again, I, I, you know, you go back to, you know, NSD, you know, early NSD, you know, and the whole Travis Hunter situation. Like, and I have friends who are avid FSU fans. One million percent lock, he's coming to Florida State. Uh-huh. And, and again, this is why I say things the way shout I say out, Shout out to John Pertle. One time for Pertle, my man over there, you know. You know, so again, you, you lose, you lose, <laughs> so you lose Marvin Jones, you lose Travis Hunter, you know, it's like, Whatever, but you do get the kid Bethune from Central Florida, so that's going to bolster you a little bit, right? So, again, if, there, if there's a toss-up, you still didn't win. Um, but, you know, again, to me, that's why I, I've said, like, I, I like recruiting. But until they sign, yeah. it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like, these guys, like, swore up and down for a year. Travis Hunter, he's our 100%. savior. Bro, see you. And then you go to Jackson State. 100%. But this thing under, you know, to me – Personally, I like Mario the best because you know I love recruiting. 24-7, 365, yeah. I love recruiting. 
I like recruiting the kids that are on the on on the team already, still mm-hmm. right, showing them love and doing all that, and then the kids coming in. To me, it's about talent management, yeah. right? I you call it recruiting, and people give it a dirty name because there's yeah. so much dirtiness that gives in a recruiting. And kids flip, coaches leave. Yep. Now transfer portal. There's yep. all this out there. So to me, the the only reason that trans the only reason that recruiting and the transfer portal are interesting to me is because it's just like you, Garrick. Or dirt or bird, you know, you guys hiring the best employees. Yeah. If you can go out in the street and get you somebody, and I think you're hiring bird, uh, but you know, getting the person the best off the street, um, you're gonna do it. You're looking for somebody to get you a return on investment in your business, right? right? And right, bring absolutely. them into the family. There's no difference in football, and yeah. and so to me, that's why recruiting is such a great uh, thing for a program, and you have to be maniacal about it. And Mario's maniacal. He is almost to the point where. I mean, I think almost all of his effort right now is is towards recruiting, right? And the fact that you're in on probably 70% of the very few kids that are still left out there that have yet to sign, right? And I mean, you've you've you know got yourself into there and you're getting visits from these guys. Um, you know, that's huge, man. That's I mean, you know, he's not even really messing with the assistant coaches stuff. I think he's hiring guys and he's having conversations, but he's not worried about announcing those guys, right? All his effort to me right now is going into roster management right 24 7 he is working he is working the phones you know we uh co and i were talking to a, a really high profile recruit in atlanta right and that kid's family said dude mario calls us every single night and they all say that they all listen to me every single recruit i've talked to and every single one that's tagging him it's never i've never seen it i don't you don't yeah. see it with texas a but he tags him too like happy birthday like he's showing his players love, and yeah. and and I feel like you have to do that. I know we're up against a break here in about twenty seconds, so, um, you know, moving forward, I, again, is Mario going to stumble? Probably, because again, you're only as good as your players, right? But you really need to create the attitude and the culture to get Miami back to what it was. And Manny wasn't that guy. Randy wasn't that guy. Al wasn't that guy. Mario, I think, is that guy. We'll talk about that when we come back here on the Kane Gang Radio Show, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Happy New Year, 2022. We rolling. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowe. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio, Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongue of Iloa. To a nigga Manuela Pola. Tongue of Iloa. To a nigga Manuela Pola. Tongue of Iloa. To a nigga Manuela Pola. Tongue of Iloa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 
Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information like your social security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva contra la caballota, la reina y Queen. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. What you gonna do? We gonna walk around and throw up that you. Hey. That just kind of came out, you know what I mean? So whatever, man. That's how we do things, right? I, do, I do, do know do. you're running on no sleep, man. Bro, I am literally on fumes. <laughs> but you know what? This is what I do. This is called responsibility, man. But talking about this canes, it kind of gets me a little bit energetic, gets me kind of fired up. I'm going on a lack of caffeine here a little bit. But hey, listen, it's 2022. So listen, I, I got I got a topic to, to throw out to you guys, right? And I, I think we all, all Miami fans kind of chuckled when they saw this, but the Caleb Williams transfer portal thing, right? And how how is his name getting dropped into Miami? Ain't coming. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think all of us would but say. If you, if you would you would be an idiot to say, oh, we don't want him. We want TVD. Bro. You, I would I call me an listen, idiot. I would take TVD over him. Listen, all I'm saying is, I've been the TVD supporter from oh, yeah. yeah. but Caleb Williams brings you a whole different dynamic as far as using his legs. I, I, I'm saying for competition yeah. purposes, if he wants to cut in Miami, by all means, doesn't everybody say green tree makes you better, right? Yeah. Put him on green tree, let the best player win. Yeah. Right. That, that's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. I, I heard it go, go, go ahead, Jay and, and Trevin. Give me your the only on way this. I heard. It's because, like, Joe Brady speculations of here, like, yeah. and he already knows Joe Brady. I heard that's the only way he would come if Joe Brady would come here. But I think is Joe he, Brady- Is Joe Brady related to Peter Brady? <laughs> he doesn't even know who it is. No. Uh, no or, I, or Jill Brady or Marsha Brady. Yeah. Or Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> that's the only way. If he's related to Tom Brady, that's the only way Caleb Williams comes. <laughs> I'm over in Big 12 country over here in Texas, you know, and get a lot of Texas, Oklahoma games all the time. They talk about it. I'm, I'm about 45 minutes from Austin, from UT. Um, listen, C- Caleb Williams is going to UCL or USC. USC, 100%. Just, just put it on the wall. Just put it down. He's going to go there, right? And I'll be the idiot if he doesn't. He's – he signed with Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley moves out there. You don't think he's had conversations with that family? Oh, I'm sure. He has a path to today play. He can play at most places, but he has a path to play with his coach. There's no transition. He's in a major market. He's got NIL deals. He's even got the wide receivers and them moving with them. So yeah. 
so so this kid right like first of all i mean I, I i totally agree that he's great right but and you know look he had some heisman type moments last year right and like the one where he grabbed the ball to, and yeah. ran for the first yeah. down and stuff like look you know i'm not taking anything away but let's be real man that kid also struggled a lot at, at, at times that. you know but I, listen he, he wasn't lost to look when he yeah he almost lost to kansas that's absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and so when he came out, you know, he took over for a quarterback that was immensely struggling, right? And so, yeah. that, you know, was struggling. Heisman hopeful, all this kind of stuff. When Caleb took over for him, it wasn't like he hit a home run. I mean, he started, he had a good game that first game. The next game, he had a solid game against Texas. He fought back. Then he struggled against Kansas. He struggled against the next game. and But you let him play. TBD, and he had an offense built for him. I mean, yeah. this TBD was behind the Eric King with an office that he didn't sign. Remember, TBD signed with Enos. That wasn't yeah. a thing. That wasn't That's all, only good thing Danny Enos ever did for us. I know. Technically, well, John thing. Rick actually found TBD. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. You know, Enos goes up there in Connecticut and family, you know, great, great things for the Van Dyke family. They said, yeah. hey, Enos was gone. You know, he said, I'm staying committed. Correct. We'll figure it out. And here comes Lashley, the RPO, you know, attack style, Not nothing he ran. I mean, I know they've been talking about, they show his Connecticut film. He had done the RPO. He has an athleticism. Mm -hmm. but it wasn't designed for him. Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, this offense is built for him, you know? So for me, if he showed up in, in Green Tree, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I have no problem him showing up in Green Tree. Hey, that's great. I'm not going to go and give him the ball and say, hey, you're our guy, Caleb Williams. I go, you, if you think you can beat TBD, which I don't think you can, and I'm not being a homer, I'm just saying in the offense that we run, and I think TBD, if we're saying he's a first-round pick, put him up against him, right? Uh, yeah. Ja'Curry Brown wants to play. Ja'Curry Brown, beat TBD. Jake, I love you, Jake. Beat TBD. Caleb yeah. Williams, you want to come here and beat? And that's the same thing with any position. I, th I think my argument is, is like probably when you look at the position groups on our team, right, the one that I think you have, you know, that's the most solid and that's built the way it should be built is that quarterback room right now, right? Um, you know, I mean, you, you, you have that quarterback a year system going, right? And that's the system that that you need, right? To me, bringing Caleb Williams in disrupts all that, right? And then you disrupt it for somebody who, you know, hey, say things, say he comes in and things don't go well for him and it messes up our room. And then he decides to transfer again next year. Nothing's going to stop that kid from, I mean, he left a, he's leaving a great job at Oklahoma, just, you know, because he thinks there's a better opportunity out there. So to me, I stick with what I have. I say, Caleb, you're a great player. You know, we're going to enjoy watching you, but not, not for us, man. You know? Yeah. There's two, you know, here's what everybody's going to have to understand is everybody, including me, you know, the Mac Jones of the world sitting there four years, right. Or the Trask sitting behind a guy for two years and three years and coming out. That's not going to be as likely. Right. No, we no, I don't pass. see that happening anymore. We have a no. pass right now with TBD. You know, if I laid out a perfect scenario, TDC balls, TBD balls out this year. And, and the yeah. Jake Garcia yeah. comes right in, balls out. He can go to the NFL draft, right? Yeah, the, the following year. Jacuri Brown. Boom. Balls out. He's got two years. He can go to the draft. I mean, that's a perfect world. But however, but however, you also have uh, the transfer portal. And and I hate to say it, somebody can leave. Somebody go. What are you? Are you shaking your head? I'm just. Doing? I'm just. I'm playing hypotheticals. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as big of, as a proponent of, as some people are on Jacuri. I need okay. to see more. That's all. That's all. 
Yeah. I, I know, I know. Listen, you and Jacory tight, right? No, but but I want to know why. Let's let me just let me just ask the why. What's the what? What do you struggle with on the Jacory? Accuracy. And okay. he's gotten a little better. He's gotten a little better. But again, you're playing high school ball, you know, okay. and, and I need to see that. And I said the same thing about King, too. Like, I don't care how long you've been in college. Like, you couldn't hit the like the backside of a barn. Like, you, like your balls were horrible, right? So uh, I always feel like, and, and I don't ever want to stereotype anybody, no. but there's athletes who can throw a football, but then there are true quarterbacks who understand the game of football. Does that make sense? No, there's a, look, I mean, there's, uh, yes, it absolutely does. But I'll say this when you have Hernandez, right. And you have private quarterback coaching yeah, yeah, in yeah. School, and there you start out at a different point. Yeah. I'm, you know, I might, I might be the Jacuri guy with Jacuri, what TBD and Garcia doesn't have Jake doesn't have today. Right. Jake can go become an elite accuracy. Yeah. They, 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 God didn't give them the accuracy gene. That was well, hard so again, I go back, I go to like someone like Jordan Travis, right? Let's just, let's just look at Jordan Travis. Perfect. If you would spend more time right now getting yourself a quarterback coach and developing your accuracy, that's going to, instead of worrying about you promoting cupcakes or whatever you're doing, like that's going to make your draft. Selling, selling fourth and 14 shirts. Bro. You know what I mean? But, but honestly, like put that, put that effort and put that work into your craft, into your trade. You know, and again, I think when Jacuri gets to Miami, depending on who the OC is, who the quarterback coach is, if it's someone like Dorsey, uh, bro, like I'm just throwing a name oh, out. I'm not saying that I have any plugs. Yeah. I'm just throwing a name out. Um, that's what you want. You need somebody because, again, Dorsey wasn't the biggest arm. He was smart and he knew where to put the ball. Yeah. So, again, he can teach those things. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's okay. I just want to say real quick on, on Jacuri, I think. You know, what, what kills people on Jacuri is they see him get into camps, right? He's not a camp guy, right? Like, he's not a guy who's going to get in there and show out of camps. But when you see him getting games, that dude is a playmaker, man, right? Like, so he, he but makes again, the I, I go back counts. to, but I still go back to you're still playing high school ball. It's, it's a little different because, again, your competition in high school, you're going to have a couple tough games, right? But you're not going to have the level of college, right? Again, right, it's, just, absolutely. it's different. So again, I, I hate I hate seven on sevens. I'm not a proponent of those. Right. I, again, you know, you look at Mark Pope and these guys going across the middle and catching a ball, but yet you can't do it with pads on. So like, I'm not a big seven on seven guy. Mm -hmm. To me, show me what you can do on the field. Show me what you can do when you got a safety coming at you, literally light your ass up, and then you drop the ball. That's who you really are. When you hang on to the ball, that shows me that you have cred, right? Mm -hmm. I'll so, just this would be the last thing on the like the Jacuri from my side because I don't want to yeah. sound like the guy that's like Jacuri is going to be the next you know first uh, he might he, he, he might but I think what going in this is the reason I have faith in the Jacuri Brown is I watched his high school senior year I went on the NHS I watched yeah. almost all of his games that were televised on the online um, not only did he uh, put the ball where it needed to be placed. And you said high school. You also have high school receivers. Yeah, yeah, there were yeah. so many drops on them. I, I would say this. We have that in college, too. We all know that, right? Good point. Mike Harley. Excuse me. Will Mallory. How many you want me to go? You want me to just keep going? <laughs> like, yes. um, Good point. Point taken. Uh, Bali stir here. But um, <laughs> is, you know, the work ethic. He's coming into a room that's got TVD that learned from – from Dear King, right? They've got Jake Garcia, who's right now putting in off-season work. They're all working their butt off. Jacuri is a worker. Yeah, yeah. I was going to tell you, freshman year, he had to start. 
No, we're putting him in the Travis, you know, the Jordan Travis thing. Jordan Travis has to run to save his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never going to develop in a quarterback because he's shocked and is saying the only way to survive is not to drop back and throw a pass. It's to run around. Yeah. Curry's coming in a system that can do that. Dorsey, I'll leave it at this. If Dorsey is, just saying that he is the OC. Dorsey's first quarterback coaching gig in the NFL, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Turn Cam Newton into a pro bowler, MVP type. 100%. So Next one. What Josh was his Allen. next one? What's that? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Running, quarterback. They said they didn't have accuracy. They said they couldn't stay in the pocket. They said they were only athletes. Ja'Curry Brown couldn't find himself in a better position than Dorsey to be a quarterback. If I'm at Ja'Curry's camp, I'm telling him, you want Dorsey. Anyways. But you still – but 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 Josh Allen does have stuff on Diggs. I'm just trying to throw that out there. So. Yeah, but he balled out the year before Diggs got there too, and, and, and Ken was his coach. But he had he had Stephon Diggs last year, and Diggs literally balled last year. So what, yeah. you're, saying is, so what you're saying is that position stacked talent upon talent, one hundred percent. Yeah. So and, and we're talking about talent, right? Let, let's let's real quick. You're losing Rambo. You're losing Harley. Tell me who your next two playmakers, studs, stepping in are. I don't want to hear a Brinson because I just. I, until I see it on an everyday basis, I, I would tell you, I, I'll give you my two. Go ahead. I'm going to go Jacoby, yeah. and I'm going to go X. And, and then you tell me who's filling in for Harley and who's filling in for Rambo. Bird. Uh, I got X filling in for Harley, man, like w- without question. And I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call Brinson, man. I, I love that kid's game. So I think you got Brinson and George starting on the outside, and you got X in the slot. You can put all you want, man. Brinson's – oh, Keyshawn Smith. All right. So, yeah. Keyshawn's got to show me. So, listen, that's a great name, and I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't want to bring it up. And you see him putting the work in right now. He's out in, he's out in San Diego. He, he's, he's, he's working out there. Um, you know, and, again, I just don't feel like – again, analyzing the game, I just feel like TVD looked for Rambo as his safety valve a lot last year where Keyshawn literally was open a lot of times. You know, but again, quarterbacks build chemistries with certain receivers, and you know that's who they look for on an everyday basis. Now it could be as well as new Rambo's probably going to the league. Let me feed him. Let let me let me let me let, let him get paid. That's how I look at it. TVD says Rambo, I'm gonna get you paid, and don't forget to send me something when you get drafted because I'm the one that got you paid. You know what I mean? So Keyshawn knows. Hey, look, I got a couple more years over here. So you, if you sit there and, and look at the whole bigger picture, one hand washes the other hand, right? TVD slinging to Rambo. Rambo's like, I got you, dog. I got you on the back end. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know. I know you're joking. I, I would say this. That's a great one, Trevin. You know, Keyshawn would be my number one going in. X slot. It depends on the style of offense, right? Is yeah. it a slot offense? Mallory, what does Mallory do? I know you're talking about drops. Mallory finished the fat or Elijah. Right. But if you're talking about number one receiver, um, it would be Keyshawn. Why? Keyshawn played every, not every down, but yeah. Keyshawn was a starter from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. He's right. earned his stripes. He knows in the offseason what he needs to work on. The tactician, right? Uh, wide receiver coach, right? Um, put him in a place and a position to be better. If we remember when Rambo started the beginning of the year, Rambo. And um, I'm just okay. having a brain fart. And the wide receiver coach, uh, Likens. Likens. So Coach Likens and him, I remember Likens kind of going, hey, he's having a tough transition because I'm telling him to do it this way, and he wants to go back and do it that way. 
right? So he was a little bit in the, I want to say doghouse, but it struggled at the very beginning. And then all of a sudden he took off. Keyshawn is a young pup, but he's got two years under his belt. And then also I'll say this, X and Keyshawn are workers. They're grinders. And who did they come up with at freshman in, in COVID year and then in last year? TBD and them have been locked together. So when TBD says it's midnight, one o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock, and I want to go throw, who does he call? X, Keyshawn, they're there. They've been there for two years. So I think there's going to be this connection right from day one between Keyshawn and X and everybody else. Yeah, we got to go to break here on the K-Gang Radio Show. Bird, I was waiting for you to cue it up, but I guess we're, uh, you know, I always forget. When do we go to break? 107, somewhere around there? 107. Yeah. Yeah. So we That's got about right. we, go a little, we go a little early. Yeah, because then this way we can, in case we drag on a little early. So anyway, you listen to Ken Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel 145. Bird, Jason, and Trevin from You and the Kid Podcast. Did I get that right? You and the Kid. All right. So it. you know, maybe we'll be their first guest when they uh, when they hook us up. We'll see. All right. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. 
See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you, you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Sue's back. Back, back again. again. I don't know. <laughs> Call your friend or <laughs> phone a friend. Remember that game? What was that, what was that game? What was that game? What was that game? Million dollar. Who, who wants to be phone a millionaire? Be a phone a friend. <laughs> so, yeah, Travis, you ever have questions? Phone a friend. I got you, bro. <laughs> listen, this, this Miami Syracuse game is crazy right now. And I know. Miami Co- Co- five. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're you're a couple you're a couple minutes ahead of me right now, which oh. is good. So, so mine was Wong, up by five. Wong's about to hit this. Boom. You know what? Even hey, look. Even if we lose this game, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I'm really impressed with this team, man. You know. Um, so you meaning they man. stuck with a coach? They didn't fire a coach. Oh, and here we go. Which used Uh-oh. the transfer portal and the Uh-oh. coach turned the team around a little bit. Oh, that's cool. So, oh, so, so Jason, let me ask you this. <laughs> If Manny beats, and we might have already had this conversation, if Manny beats FSU, six-game winning streak, does he get fired? No, no, he doesn't get fired. And and really, Rudy Rudy has already kind of gone on record, right? He says I don't like to deal in hypotheticals, right? Um, but when you're talking about at this point in time, he was already on the hot seat. But you can't go a guy that beats Florida State. We're going to a different bowl, right? We're probably going to ACC championship game, right? Ooh, no, you still have one. Well, it all depends because well, we, you needed things to happen with Virginia, okay. correct? Right. But we, we wouldn't, yeah, correct. But you know, at least you have a better shot. I mean, you're in the, you're definitely going to a better bowl. I don't think yeah. you're going to the El Paso game. Yeah. Um, you're going to a bigger bowl. You got prime time, and we're the hottest team in the nation with TVD, right? I ACC, even with that loss, ACC has been talking about TVD, the network, for the last six weeks. They become yeah. the hot team and the favorite team coming out, right? 
Um, you I heard a quarterback. I don't think they fire him. Berg. I heard I heard somebody say that that they think we're going to be top ten next year. And let me tell you, that means absolutely nothing to me, right? Preseason polls are are worth nothing. You tell me how you can be top ten when you I'm have is, no star is, receiver. Like this is you're running back to hundred. You're running back to one hundred sixty five pounds. Not saying that Jalen's not good. Hopefully, Don Chaney comes back to be kind of. Well, Jalen's listed at one ninety though, bro. So. We, I know. Travis I, I probably he's the same listed way. at. <laughs> Trevin, how much you weigh? <laughs> say, say 190. <laughs> so, but again, I, I just I don't see it. I mean, your your defense is still suspect. Yeah, you got no a, linebackers. You could make that argument about almost any program in the country. Yeah, but it's so Alabama, easy. Ohio State, no, well, Alabama Georgia, and Ohio State are going to be top three, five. I'm, you're saying I can make that case about any team in the country? I just yeah. named three teams right off the rip. Yeah, so name me ten. Okay, but but let me. Okay, Notre Dame will be stacked. Michigan will be back. Name me an ACC team that's better than Miami on paper today. Today, Clemson. I I don't know. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they had a down year and were ten and three. I I understand against everybody else that had a down year. They right. Miami Miami seven and five. I'm not saying I'm not making the argument. No, this year. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not making the argument that that Miami is going to be top ten. All I'm saying is to to Bird's point, you can look right now with the transfer portal. They lose Ladson. They're talking about the the quarterback up here at Austin Lake, right? Yeah, he's coming in. He was supposed to come in and sit behind DJ. He might be starting yes. by week four over DJ at Clemson. They're already talking about Westlake, right at Westlake. Yeah, Westlake. So I would rather be. Listen, Michigan was unranked coming into this season. Back in 2010, I think it was 2010 when Auburn won the national title, they were unranked. I would rather us be unranked and move our way up game by game by game by game by game and earn it and prove it. Because, look, 2018, we were ranked eighth. Got your ass blown out by LSU. Okay? Yep. 2019, you were ranked. You got beat by Florida. Yeah. I mean, it's – I don't yeah, care me, about let rankings. Question. Let, let me ask you a question. Going in – is it what do you what do you think expectation management? Do you think expectations are also what set Manny up for failure in the last year? No, Manny's ego set him up for failure. Okay. So the the, the the and the, I'll I'll t- and, and I'll tell you why. Can I tell you why? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hire a DC. There's no way you can have a DC role and a head coaching role completely conflict of interest. If you want to be an OC and a head coach, it's different. You're watching the game the whole time. You're able to adjust. You're able to do things because you're watching the game. When you're a DC, when your players are coming off the field, you just gave up a, a third and 47. I'm just throwing a number out. And they house it. How are you over there talking to your linebackers? How are you over there talking to your linemen? How are you over there talking to your DBs about what happened? Tell me what happened. What did you see? No, because you have to be watching the game. Or how about this? How about do like Lane Kiffin and have an OC, right? They just brought in the kid. Um, uh, they brought in the kid from USF. Uh, I can't remember his dad's name. He comes from the lineage, right? But he goes from USF to Ole Miss. He's the OC or co-OC at Ole Miss going Jeff Levy. Jeff Levy, yeah, yeah. So Levy. His oh, Levy, yep. Levy, right? Yeah. 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 So he he goes in. I think I think we're talking the same one, but regardless, Lane Kiffin is yeah. the OC, right? He's the OC. But he has an OC or a co-OC that runs it the whole time. So if he needs to be a head coach, he's the head coach. And he's Correct. got to be. So for Manny, to your point, I totally agree. Trevin, actually, Trevin's been telling me that the whole time. He, you know, he's thinking like, 
no rules attached. You know what, Mario, you're the head coach. Manny, you're the DC. Um, because he lived over the Manny DC time, or, you know, the attack style type of yeah. 17. Yeah. So you can't be both. And I do agree with you. I think the expectation, right? Recruiting, even the recruiting, hey, we're not in for false narratives. We're in a building relationships. They didn't take any commitments because they wanted all the big fish because they were going to win and win big. And at the end of the year, they're going to have all the hype and all the recruits were going to sign. That's what I think happened. Uh, we didn't spend money. You guys were there. I mean, we were there. There, I mean, you're standing there at FSU. How many recruits did FSU have for the FSU Miami game? Seriously, hundred, hundreds. 2024, 2025 kids, 2023 kids. I mean, literally hundreds yeah. of kids were there at that game. And that atmosphere was sick too, man. And it was sick. So and we lost. When you're at Miami, and not you a go, good day for us, man. No, not a good day. And the recruits sat there, and I'll be honest: if I'm a kid and I'm not loyal to Miami and I'm not a Miami fanatic, I look around that stadium and I go, "Not only did I see a great football game, but they've planted a seed to 2025 when Miami." So- but let me stop you right there. Travis Hunter, not there. Kamari Wilson, not there. Carl Little, not there. Marvin Jones, not there. You want me to keep going? Yeah. No, like, I don't care how. Here was, here was the one that leaving that game, I could have swore Besaint was going there. Yeah. Not me. I could have swore, swore Wes was, was going there. Look, I, you might game, have a relationship man. with. I no, know, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not an insider. Dude, dude, I don't know. No, no, no. You're not a Tejada? I'm not, I'm not any of those. And and even if I talk to a kid, they don't, they don't, I, you know, I've talked to Jacuri or some of these other kids, you know, these young men, I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff. I'm just here to support them. I don't, I don't know any of that stuff. I just felt going into that game that it was a 50, 50 battle, but Miami and the relationship that he had down there, as far as his family's relationship and wanting to stay close to family. Um, and I think Mario kept, you know, obviously he signed beforehand, but he knew going he knew. in. He knew it was happening. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I think the hype, the hype can kill us. And so going back to the, where are we going to go from next year? Bird, you said top 10. I, I, no, I no, 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 you I, said, you said, I said, I said national media is mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I, that's not. And, and listen, your first two games, your first two games are cupcakes. Again, yep. you, you should win yeah. your first two games. Huh? Three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. But again, your, your biggest test and Mario's biggest test right up to rip his third game of the season in college station. Yeah. Like, Show me what you got now. Again, I love the fact that Max Johnson left LSU to go to to, L, to go to A and M. Please let me that be your starting quarterback. Yeah, because that dude is trash. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I I think this. Listen, Mario has a ten year contract. Next year to me is about building a culture. The record matters, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Let's talk. Let's talk. That you, you mentioned ten year contract, right? What is his buyout? Like, let's just say. Oh, don't even, don't even ask. I mean, dude, you you have literally, if you're Miami administration, like we're all hype about this, and I, you know, like I think the world of a man, and I think I think he's the guy, right? You know, with, without question. But let's just say this thing goes sideways, man. Like, we're stuck. Like, there's no. That's I love there's, that. There's no moving on. That's, a buy, that's but the, you need consistency. Tip. You you need to have somebody, not a three year carousel. Again, I'm tired of seeing that. You got to be able to have your recruiting cycles. You got to be able to get in there, build stability. Again, Jimmy had it. Dennis had it. You know, Butch had it. You got to be able to have consistency in order to build. And they left us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went on to take something bigger. Yeah. I don't see Mario, and I'm not saying I'm not looking. I'm Mario's not, not going to the NFL. He's not going to the NFL. 
He's not going to another program, right? He builds up this powerhouse. He wants to turn this into his Nick Saban's program. Period. Yeah. Look, the recruit. Look at. I don't. I don't know if you guys talked coaching carousel and not yet. Not so, yet. Last segment, but we'll okay. talk about it. <laughs> I'll just plant the seed here and saying Nick Sa- Nick Saban and the and the 17, 18, 19 year when uh, Mario was there. A lot of the names that we hear were on staff during that time. Just rumored were on staff and analyst or whatever. When you're talking about an a a what is what is Mario trying to build? I want him to have 10 years, 10 years going in there. You talked about Michigan. Michigan is already pre-rated top five next year. Is Why? Michigan, yeah, Why? exactly. So they're set up for failure. There's no way right 100%. now for Michigan. They're, they're, they, they can only go down. If I'm him, I'm leaving yeah, because yeah. you can only go down from here. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I would rather be outside the box. Bird, you're so far behind. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm Don't watching a little bit on you. Right. No, 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 no! Don't you do that to me, man. We're at minute thirty. I, I got a minute. Times one minute thirty-three for me. What is it for you? One thirty-two, seventy-six, seventy-one. So they're up five. All right. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> okay, you got it to go Trevin, Trevin put it on as soon as you. You got it too. All right, so. Yeah. Hey, it's a cane. It's it says cane gang, right? That's it. So if we're talking about hurricanes, that, that's, that's right. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, obviously, Mars. Again, you start looking to coaches. You know, again, you know. When you when you get new coaches, obviously you lose coaches. You know, I was really big. Uh, I really like David Feely. You know, I, I really like Coach Feely a lot. Um, I like Rob Likens. Um, I really love Coach Stroud. I, I think he's a phenomenal. If let me tell you, if I can ever get this photo from Coach Stroud and show you what he looked like when he played nose tackle at Florida State as an All American, he literally looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I I, I, I kid you not. Beast. Right, this dude, you, I don't know. You can even look, you'll see some, some, but not like when he was in, in college. Um, but just phenomenal. You know, again, when you're having the coaches come in, obviously we lost Likens, we lost Garen Justice. You know, I mean, obviously there was tweets out there that now our line is going to be much better. Um, I don't know if you saw that tweet. And then, <laughs> so, you know, so, go ahead. It's what have you done for me lately, crowd, right? The, I, that's what kills me. I'll, I'll vent like, Right now, you're saying Mario is great, right? They talk about keeping receipts. These same people are going to come out and say Mario's trash, yeah. right? Or they're going to say the offensive Alex Marble. How could he coach at five five? The guys never played it. They'll they'll come out and say that. They'll say the mustache dude is just hype. He all he's doing is is bicep curls and and it, the same things they're saying now about the people that are leaving. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't go right, to Bird's point. They're going to be saying the same things about 100%. And, and that's why, like myself, and I've tried to develop bird and and and, and nurture bird, you know, like as a baby bird yeah. to be positive. Because at the end of the day, you only have the relationship that you build. Why would you try to burn those bridges because you had a new coach coming in? Like I would never tweet out. Now our old line is going to be much better. Yeah. When when you know that that coach, the previous coach, follows you, right? Like yeah. it's stuff like that that I just don't understand. Why do you even believe it? That's the pro. Like I, I get you say stuff, you know, Twitter or Instagram or Facebook is just diarrhea, social diarrhea. They just say whatever's on their mind. But you but know what? There's a reason why people screenshot stuff. Yeah. There's a reason for that because yeah. you can't take you can't take that stuff back. But if you're if you're a positive type player. And, that was deep. If you're, I'm just saying that was deep. Like that was so deep. I don't know if you saw that bird. 
Not yet. Oh, yeah. It was deep. <laughs> if you were only a second behind me, how do you not see that yet? I'm not a second behind you. That's where the game no, started. Oh. Right now. Right, Bird? It just happened for you? Oh, no. oh is this it? Todd Stroud. But is this picture? That's Todd Stroud as a D lineman. You got to see if you can find a better, like one where he's like. That's, you, that's a good, hey, that's a good find, Bird. I'm not going to clown you on how about, that. How about be, that? Be positive, Derek. You're just just, you got to see a better one, though, because, I mean, he had literally, he's just jacked. And I'm like, my word. Um, but I had a great opportunity speaking with him um, up in North Carolina uh, before the Duke game. We stayed at a team hotel, and I sat with uh, Coach Stroud and Coach Rump, and we just we talked and we hung out. And, you know, again, here's somebody who played all-American nose tackle. And if you look at him now, he looks like he's 5'8", 150 pounds, right? So to your point about Maribel, about being 5'5", 105, probably the same height as, as Trevin, the same weight as Trevin. Like, how can he coach O-linemen, right? It's this. Mm-hmm. It's not about being this big dude, right? Look at David Feely. Like, I, I don't care, you know, how big you are. You know, we had Coach Felder in here with Coach Rick. You know, you were this big old dude. Like, your point about Coach Feld, right? Like, you know, doing bicep curls. Because you're big doesn't mean it makes you smart. It's, it's what do you do with the science that makes that person bigger, right? And I think that's where Feely gets into it. And I think that's what Coach Field is. You know, they have degrees in conditioning and strength because that's what they do. Um, it should be interesting moving forward. Listen, uh, Coach Field, uh, he actually in uh, – uh, not Field. Uh, Coach Feely actually inboxed me the other day and said, hey, you know, thank you for all, you know, being a fan and blah, blah, blah. You know, look forward to seeing you next year. Obviously, Duke comes here. So I'll get to see Coach Feely when he comes here. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. never I'll never crap on a former coach. Yeah. Never. I wish all those guys the best, man. Even, 100%. you know, like Manny. I mean, you know, look, thing with Manny is like, look, Manny wanted to be a success here so bad, man. I mean, I think he I think he felt it as well. Like, but it just the one thing that killed him was the X's and O's ego. aspect and, and ego. ego. Well, right, the ego. We've had that conversation before too. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like, look, he's he's just he had everything at an elite level, but you know, yeah. he thought really highly of himself and the X's and O's killed him. But well, one player one one player that that well man, we gotta go to break. So Georgia Tech, I didn't get to see a coach. His name was Jeff Popovich, played at Miami, you know. Um he's coaching at Georgia Tech. I didn't get to see him because he ran off the field. But, you know, again, like I wish all those guys success. So, Bert, take us to break and we'll finish up the last segment. Absolutely. You're listening to Kane Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, Channel 145. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. 
furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn stronger because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction see if you're always winning then you don't really understand what it is to win you, you got to take those losses you got to take those hits there's got to be the valleys the peaks the ups the downs in order for you to when it does happen you go wow terrible. you know this is what it's all about on behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Final segment of the second hour, and uh, we're chopping it up, and we're talking all things. So, Trevin, lead me into an introduction about what your show, how you're going to start your show. I need, I need to hear it. I, I need you to bring that fire. Like Don't get. Why are you looking at your dad? Don't look at your we dad. We gotta put him on the spot, Carl. Uh, uh, listen, yeah. there's, time, there's times you got to man up. Yeah. Grab yeah. him. 
and 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 speak. We're looking at songs and other intro songs to hype them up. But okay, so okay, all things aside, you got that intro pumping. You know the you whatever you're playing, and then how you how you bringing yourself into the show. <laughs> Welcome to you and the kid podcast. Like like how how you bringing yourself in? Tell me. What- he, 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 so here's, here's how the show he wants it to go. He's going to make me right. Be you. And I'm going to have to come out and be like, Hey, Hey, it, it's, you know, I got to throw a wrap together, come out, be a lot of caffeine, a lot of coffee fatigue. Right. So Trevin, you get to be me, bro, which is awesome, yeah. man. Cause I'm, I just sit back and just speak a bunch of nonsense the whole time. So, yeah. So he, he's, he wants to, what, what I think going on and honestly, it's a good question. I think what we're going to do is we're going to start is, we're just going to get him comfortable behind a mic, yeah. right? He's got the smarts. He has the thoughts. And we're going to get him comfortable. He, he wants to go to the University of Miami. He wants to study journalism, okay. whether it be behind the mic or in front of the mic, yeah. um, programming it, cutting it up, doing edits, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so um, for me, I just want to build him a portfolio, allow him to, to talk about hurricane football and really create memories. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this, Derek, all the time. Mm-hmm. At Burr, we talked about, you know, everything I do with the hurricanes and him. Is it? It's a just to facilitate creating memories as a as a father and son team, right? Because uh, you, you know, being in the military, you know, being gone a lot, um, you know, we didn't get to do this all the time. So I want to be able to, to to do that for him and for him, you know, he just gets to say crazy takes like uh, Bird, you know, that, that they're going to be top ten. And uh, <laughs> hold on, man, you got to stop doing that, man. Bird, you, you did say. Listen, like, I'll give you credit. I, you said public. You said national publications. Said Miami's going to be the top ten. And I said, and I then you said, I, I 100% agree with that. Right. Stop that. Hold I on, have to man. play back the tape. I think that's what Hold you on. said. Yeah, Trevin, you're laughing. You're supposed to be me in this scenario <laughs> here. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know it's exciting. So you talk about memories, right? And that's the key thing because obviously I have three boys, and you know I have Zach and Zay, and then you know I have I have Grayson, and. You know, it's that's what it's about. I mean, obviously, you guys live over in Texas, so it's very hard for you guys to get to the home games. You know, especially like like us, like we go to every home game. You know, yeah. we go to away games. Like, there's nothing like just experiencing. You know, and I have a great wife, and I'm, I'm, I know Bird does, and, and Jason, I know you do as well. You know, but but my wife, like, had has no idea about football. She didn't. Let me rephrase that. She had no idea what football was. Didn't care. Could care less. She is your prototypical, like girly girl, woman, woman. Like, like it's my nails, it's my feet, it's my Louis. It's that's that's Maria, right? So when we kind of got together, like I'm like, well, let's go on a road trip. And she's like, okay, where are we going? I'm like, well, let's go to. We we ended up playing Virginia. So I'm like, look, we'll fly into Baltimore. I couldn't get a flight into Reagan. I'm like, let's go. We'll fly into Baltimore. You know, we'll spend, we'll stay in DC, you know, and then we'll drive over to Charlottesville the next day. And, you know, but that's what the memories are about. You know, we spent the whole day, you know, sitting there, you know, going through DC and doing the monuments and just, you know, enjoying each other's company. And then we go to the game and we lose, right? Okay. I'm used to losing. And she's <laughs> like, oh, you don't get mad. Why? Like, to me, it's not about the wins and the losses. It's obviously, listen, I would love to see Miami just win every single game. It makes my trip better. It makes my ride home better. But at the same time, like I'm there with her or I'm there with my kids. That's what makes it better for me. And being able to, like, you know, when you go to Florida State, hey, Trevin, like, listen, we lost. 
there's teaching moments that come into those losses, right? Yeah. Why did we lose? How did we lose? What could we have done better for us not to lose? Like those are the type of things that I, I look forward to as Grayson gets older because now he's starting to watch more and more football with me. Like mm. that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. You know, you mentioned that, that you know, Trevin at the, the FSU game, man. He was he was hot after it, man, you know, for sure. But, you know, I remember walking out of the stadium and, I, you know, I saw him in there. And I said, hey, man, I said, look, you hold your head high after a game like this, man. I mean, as much as we hate Florida State and it sucks to lose to him, man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's you how still, you hold your head high. Hey, no, I got to you hold your head high, man. You know? I got a question for you guys. Um, I went growing up in, in Hollywood. You know, I went to. Five, oh, you grew up in Hollywood? Yeah, I grew up in Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. All day. MacArthur, big MacArthur. You were the MacArthur, right there on Pines. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Pines in the Pike. Apollo Middle, right off the. Yeah. Did you play football? Did you play at Driftwood? No, I didn't play at Well, I played. No, I did not. I played at uh, Miramar Optimus and okay. PPO. Pembroke yeah. Optimus. Yeah. PPO. Bengals. Yeah. Um, but. But, you know, growing up in there, I went to about five or six, um, you know, it was hard to get out there, didn't have a lot of money, five or six uh, games at the Orange Bowl, the OB, back in the Vinny days, Testaverde and all that, until I, you know, joined the military and left. And then that was the... Uh, Thank you for your day. service. Thank you for your service. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, thank you for your service. And, thank, um, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, but my question to you guys is, going to the OB, there's a lot of talk right now about packing the rock right and filling up the rock so i got the hell yeah and i got the head shake no could i'm not i'm not going to ask the question can it'll never be the same no no i wasn't going to ask that one because i think that's what you were saying no to what i'm asking what the question is can it be its own version of a maniac crazy area right absolutely can it be its own stadium now we share it with the Dolphins, right? We do Formula One. They got tennis. You got the practice. And can it be a stadium that we just have extreme home field energy where the, you know, uh, uh, advantage where the energy is out there? Uh, Cole, why don't you say that one first, man? But I got some thoughts on this. It's it's hard for me to ever think that the Rock is going to ever emulate anything like the OB. Until, and I say until. I think there's games that kind of make the rock emulate the OB, but for the most part, the rock, and since they converted it, it's a lot better, but the old style, you know, Joe Robbie pro player, mm-hmm. it was just corporate. You were so far away. Um, it just, it wasn't a, a great atmosphere um, as far as watching football. If you can tell me you can get a, a stadium somewhere near, whether it be tropical park and you create a stadium that way, all you need is a 40,000-seat stadium. And, and if it gets bigger than that, then you move it over to the rock. Plain and simple. Yeah. To me, right, like, uh, I think Hard Rock can absolutely be uh, an elite home field advantage, right? Um, we've seen that place packed, and we know that when it, when it is packed, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. And the reason it hasn't been packed is because we've been mediocre or less than mediocre over the past – few years since it's been redone right if they never put the roof on it i would be all about leaving and never did the upgrades and all that because man it was awful especially those noon games there was nothing hotter than sitting in that and sitting in that stadium and having that sun hit me man i mean it was it was miserable for all of us right but you know i mean this place is beautiful man i mean this is a world-class facility one that holds 
national championship games, you know, college football playoff, um, you know, semifinal games, uh, Super Bowls, you know, major concerts. Like this is a world-class venue. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's also, it's also positioned well. I think if you move south, you hurt attendance because you got to figure the further south that you move it, it's not like you're pulling people from further south from the stadium, right? That's for just further that people like myself, yeah, but you which I'll drive able, forever. But you might be able to get more people from school. You yeah. might get yeah, more but student student body. How many more students do you think would really come if if the stadium was closer? Like, what do you think? Maybe a thousand more. Yeah, two, three, four. At most big game. I mean, here, here, my point was this: is not. I, I think what I was trying to get to, and and I, I, I was trying to understand. I haven't talked to you guys about it. Is the understanding is can the Hard Rock create a positive advantage when fans come out? Right. I think no. absolutely. No. I think it can. No. It doesn't matter. So, and I'll tell you why. The only time you're going to fill that stadium up is when you're playing an FSU or you're playing a big out of out of conference opponent. Other than that, you're getting thirty thousand fans in the seats. But let me ask you: if if you're if you're a if you get yourself back, and let's just play hypothetical. I'm not saying we are, but let's say you get yourself to a Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson type level where you're consistent winner and you're winning like you were at the Orange Bowl. Which I know Negative. when we were winning at the Orange Bowl, we didn't Negative. pack the, pack the place out either. You didn't. So, again, it, again, it, you're talking about a South Florida fan base. 12 o'clock noon, you're playing a Rutgers. Everybody's going to be at the beach. No one's coming to watch that game. Again, the old one team only averaged 43,000 fans, give or take. Yeah, and, and so I think the different – you know, I was talking to somebody today about the about – the, you know, because we where we sit is in the student section. Our season tickets. I mean, even though we are in Texas, we have season tickets. And where we sit is, yeah. I mean, and it wasn't, hey, Mario didn't get me to buy season tickets. Um, this is going year three now. But um three, mm-hmm. year three. Mm-hmm. But the the tickets that we that we have are sit right in the sun. Now, for me, I would love it to be shaded even more because you know it's it is extremely hot down there. I mean, Derek's paying a lot of money for burning his butt off. In the corner over there, right? Yeah, but yeah, but them seats are awesome, man. Them they seats are, are right at the smoke. You need the towel to sit down on the leather seats. Well, and I do. Like yeah. you know, I make sure I have a towel. Yeah. Um, again, I'm hoping to move over, but uh, again, I think Miami's the the. I think the Rock can create a great atmosphere. Again, you go back to 2017. Again, the you know you started off kind of good. You know, you were undefeated. You played a Notre Dame who came in who was highly ranked. You know, again, people are going to show up for those games. Night you game. followed that, yeah. It was a night game. You had the Vatek game that you followed up with. Again, a night game, right? To me, those games are going to attract more people than necessarily a noon game. Like even <laughs> Michigan, State, Michigan State was hot as crap, and it wasn't even full. Yeah, and it's loud. I, I, I my opinion. I know I asked the question that doesn't really lead to the opinion for me personally. I think we can have a positive advantage if you get – now are we going to get 75000 in a game? No. That will be a Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Florida State, right, Clemson, you know, that kind of game or an out at Florida, a Gator, right? That That's the ones we will get that kind of things. But Correct. 40,000 – you put 40,000 people in the rock that, that they're passionate. Yeah. I mean, listen, were you guys – you I know you were there. Bert, I'm not sure. I don't remember if you were there for the FSU COVID year at the rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, with like Absolutely. thirteen thousand or fifteen, whatever it was. Yeah. We were loud. Yeah. That was well, a loud, it echoed. <laughs> it echoed. <laughs> it echoed. But it was fifty. We won by fifty. 
that yeah. was a loud stadium. Now it wasn't, you know, it wasn't OB loud. It wasn't, you know, Vatech yeah. or Notre Dame. For me, it, if you move it south, you do have advantages. I come from all over, you know, I come from, you, you, it's funny when you say, when you move it south, I'm like, really? Like, there are people that come from Lakeland, Cocoa, from up yeah. north. Like, they drive Orlando, Tampa. An extra 30 minutes isn't going to kill them. Yeah. So yeah, that, look, I'll come. I'll come. I'm saying yeah. for overall, though, the more that you Correct. move it south, you're not you're not drawing at more people. You're pulling. I, I, but I do think you get more student body. Yeah. And again, you need yeah. that student section. When you were at the OB, like if you look for at sure. that student section, it was packed. Every <laughs> single the, the the rest of the the you know OB was kind of sparse. Different games, but that student section over there on that southeast corner behind the bench, packed. You know, again, that's what I'm saying. If you build, I went to Cincinnati in 2015. If I, if I remember the year, we ended up losing that Thursday night game. They only have a 40,000 seat stadium, give or take 42. But if you watch and if you look on how that thing is constructed, that thing is massive. But with that many people in there being so close, like it is loud. But that's what I'm saying. If you can build something 40, 45,000 on an everyday basis, it's always going to look packed. And then if you need to, if you have a big game against FSU or Florida or Ohio State, Oklahoma, then you go over to the Hard Rock. But nothing's going to change because you still got another twelve-year lease or give or take eleven-year lease at the Rock. Yeah, my my question was more. I know you guys probably have already, you know, chopped it up on the stadium, new stadium. Mine was more of a, you know, we're, we're you know, Mario was at the uh, Michigan yeah. Georgia game. Everybody tweeted out about. You know, we need it to be like this. That's a but little you, bit but, but you got to show up. People got to yeah. show up. Yeah. yeah. Big games, it will be. That's yeah. my thing. I mean, you're, Co, you're right on the Rutgers yeah. game. That's <laughs> never That's never going to be – you're going to have 40, 50 if you're, if you're absolutely lucky. You'd have 50. September 3rd, Bethune-Cookman. 30,000. Okay. No, I think more with all – just, just well, because it's the first I game of the that. era. Yeah. No, Again, I know what you're Let that be a noon game. Yeah. The next the – ne- <laughs> The next you might have four. The bill on now is forty-eight thousand, but again, you look at the upper deck; it'll be. I'm now, if you, up, you open up with A and M at home, big difference. Which I, I honestly thought I'll be on it. I thought it was the opening game. I thought it was a uh, um, Texas A and M. I thought we were on the road because that's what we do to ourselves, right? We go on the road <laughs> to Florida. We go on the road to LSU. We go on the road to Alabama, basically to Alabama. And, well, those and, neutral and, side games. Like, why? I like starting out with two cupcakes. That's what every oh. SEC team does. They don't yeah. start out killing themselves unless they roll into a Pac-12 team or, a, you know, whatever. Most of them start out with two cupcake games. They don't roll into it. Al- Alabama sure did last year. They started out with a cupcake. I knew you were going there. I knew you were. <laughs> well, I wish I knew the schedule moving forward because I mean we're, we got about a minute and a half left before we're off. But you know, October eighth, I'm going to circle down a date. October eighth. If Miami is off that day, October eighth, 2022, who would be interested in going to Dallas for the Red River Shootout? Oh, I would. I, I would definitely go to that game. Without October eighth, 2022. Yeah. That's like a two-hour drive for you. You better say so, yes. I know we're getting off the air here real quick, but I'll just drop a little hint. The Air Force might be moving me over to Pensacola in uh, lower Alabama. So oh. I, might be, I might be a Florida boy again. Hey. Eight, eight, eight hours from the rock. We'll find out here in about a month. But uh, Well, you might as well just make that hour trip to Tallahassee then. And just I, maybe yeah, wear I that garnet and gold. <laughs> oh, never that. Never yeah, that. Yeah, you can't never... do that to me. 
that hurts me. You don't play, so you don't play like that. Yeah, that's some things you don't joke about. All right. Yeah. Guys, guys we got to go around real quick and make a uh, prediction before we're off the air here for national. Georgia by seven. Game. We got we got twenty eight seconds. Georgia by seven. Trevor, what do you got? Alabama. Again, Alabama. Re, uh, 10. 10. Alabama by 10. I say Alabama by three. I get Georgia 28-10. Oh, so the two Woo! Georgias over there and two Alabamas on this side. All right. That's it. All right, listen. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Kang Gang Radio Show. We appreciate y'all. Y'all tune in. Check us out on Spotify, SiriusXM, Channel 145, Slam Radio. We out ya. Peace. We out.